Welcome to the Sold School Podcast. I'm your host, Will Mansoor, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean Getty. He's back after helping the people. What's up, Sean? What's up, buddy? How are you? Not bad. Living the dream, just like you. How's uh, how's the weather where you are? Looks uh, white, that <laughs> shit called snow. A wow. lot of it. <laughs> Every time I see snow, I say fuck after because I hate it. We're, uh, uh, we're like plus one right now, though, so it's not horrible. That's not bad. I think I think where I am, we've had our first drop of the white the white fuck stuff uh, this year. So um, I got to I gotta get my winter tires on. But I'm heading down to sunny Florida on Sunday for 14 days, mm. uh, only to come back for the disaster of winter we have here in, in our amazing uh, landscape of a country called Canada. I won't go any further there. Uh, today, we're going to talk about generating conversations. Uh, this is something that uh, a lot of us don't do, and it is our business. But before we get into that, we're going to hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by the Guaranteed Success Plan. This five-day training is off the charts. It will scale up your real estate business in just five days. I promise you. We have been working with the GSP program now since the beginning of 2020, and the results are off the charts amazing for every agent that has stuck to the program. We have agents that were making $20,000, $30,000 a year in GCI and are now over the 500000 GCI mark. It's fantastic. If you can commit to five days of training, just two hours a day, there's a link below in the description that'll give you access to day one. If you want access to the rest of the days, there's going to be a charge, but it's well worth your time and your investment. Okay, we're back. Thanks for that. If you guys are interested in checking out the Guaranteed Success Plan day one, there's a link below in our description. It'll give you access to day one. You don't get access to all the days because you have to pay. Because when you pay, you pay attention. But it's, uh, it's a it's a fucking unreal program if you want to kickstart your business and maintain it. Mm -hmm. So, Sean, let's generate some business. Let's generate oh. some conversations. So what are some of the things that you do uh, to generate conversations with people every day? So this is like where the majority of my business is coming from right now is like that hand-to-hand -hand combat, the conversations. And there's uh, you kind of got to go before the conversation even starts. So like this is the big thing that I'm focusing on with the team and like what I focused on at the beginning of my business and, and still a bit today is you have to understand everything that you possibly can in the market about investing, about macro and microeconomics and about trends and what's going on so that you can actually be like a conversation ninja and you can direct the conversation when uh, when one is, presents an opportunity, I guess is the best way to word it. So I'll give you a really good example of this. Well, my guys right now, um, I have them with, the, well, first I teach them something, then I get them to uh, research it either through YouTube or Google or whatever. Then I make them write a blog. And then once they write a blog, I'll look at the blog and critique it to make sure that it all makes sense. And I'm like, okay, now you make a post about it so that you can communicate it properly to everybody. But what that also does is it gives you a super incredible base of education and knowledge where you can conversate with people. So here's an example. So I play hockey, right? Just shit beer league, but we get out there. <laughs> and what happens is every game after we sit in the parking lot and we have beers, a hundred percent of the time, I'm able to direct that conversation into real estate. And it's not like in a scumbag, slimy way where people are like, ah, oh, fuck, here comes Sean. He's talking about real estate again. I'm just, because everybody's interested in what their house is worth or what's going on or which way the market's headed. So I've got so much valuable information because of all the studying and research and everything that I do that I can help somebody with something every time. And I usually direct it towards investing right now because I think it really is an amazing time to pick up investments. When everybody's running, you should be running towards it, right? You know, a couple of the guys that I've been working on because I know they've got a ton of investments, not properties, but stocks, they finally opened up literally last week where they're like, okay, you know what? I finally get it. I finally understand leverage and stuff and whatever because I keep sending them videos and information and everything, right? And like, I'm ready. How much do I need? I'm like, 
depends on the size, right? 25 grand to 100 grand. He's like, well, I could do 100. I'm like, okay, perfect. If you're looking at 100 grand, we could do some pretty cool investment properties. And they go, I'll even do them with you, right? Because I'm looking for investment properties too. So I'll partner with people. So what happens, I create an opportunity inside places where they're not normally, like you wouldn't normally think you're talking real estate at 1130 at night, drinking beers at a parking lot at hockey. But that's what people want to talk about. You know, to answer your question in my huge circle roundabout ways is you, you need to work every day on your education so that you have valuable information to convey to people. And then you ask them questions, right? You know, like, what are you doing in the market today? What do you know what the house is worth? What do you think your house is worth? What do you think house is going to be worth in five years? Have you seen, you know, how millionaires are made, blah, blah, blah. And then you can start directing the conversation when people get interested and then help them out, right? Like yeah. a, lot of, a lot of first-time home buyers right now, like a ton of first-time home buyers are sitting on the fence because they're like, well, I'm going to wait for the market to hit the bottom, which that's not a horrible idea, right? I don't yeah. tell people, oh, you have to buy today because I need a commission. But what <laughs> I do, tell, well, but right? Yeah, but yeah. what happens is a transactional them, mindset, right? Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's not going to keep you in business for for long. So, but first time home buyers let them know, I'm like, yeah, like you could wait, and the market is going to keep going down because that is the way we're trending. And and it's funny, like no realtor wants to say that. I'm like, why don't like that's the truth? Like, why don't you just tell them the fucking truth? Yeah, just be transparent. Like that's the biggest part that people fail on is they're not transparent because I think a lot of people lack confidence in being transparent. They don't want to give the wrong information and they're scared to. So either they they don't. Don't want to tell them that because they're not sure themselves and that's a confidence thing or they they are and they just tell them the wrong information right so so back up for a sec so education yeah. all you said there was amazing and you know you should be time blocking education every day figure out what's going on and in that education we can dig down a little deeper and you can niche down into that education so you can say okay i'm gonna i'm gonna study education on working with sellers working with buyers working with investors and then you dig down even deeper and you're going to dig down and go, I'm going to be working with first time home buyers out of the buyers or buy sellers that are selling their second time or sellers that are selling an investment property or first time investors or multiple time investors or investors that are in the Airbnb market. You need to educate yourself on Airbnb. But before you even get to that conversation that we're talking about today, education is massive. You know, the worst thing you could say, and I say this all the time, if you guys haven't checked out my YouTube, little plug, check out my YouTube at Real Willman's. Sure. Big, big plug, big plug. I post, I post videos there every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. And I'll put the links down below as is Sean's. What I'm going to tell you is if somebody asks you, okay, because what you want to do, like Sean, he's at hockey. Everyone knows what he does. I mean, everyone knows who Sean is. Everyone knows who I am. They, you don't need to introduce yourself to your sphere as a real estate agent and to generate conversations. You, The trick is, the skill is getting them to ask you. And that is a skill. And the, the one thing you can never say if somebody says, and they're going to say either one thing, how's business or how's the market? right? Yeah, Those are the two. And the worst thing you can say is, Good. oh, business is great. I'm so busy. Booming. Business yeah, is booming. booming. That is bullshit. That's what that is. And you need to say, that really depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest? 100%. Right? Yeah. And once you say that, the conversation will go down that different channel, that path. And then, yeah, and then you start implementing your education that you talked about, right? You, you got to say that again, Will, a second time. Because 
everybody says business is good or bad, whatever, right? But most will say good. I can't stress how important what Will said there is, like like how it's gigantic. Yeah. So it says, how's the market? How's business? By you literally taking them the millisecond to be like, well, that depends. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest, right? Yeah. Right away, people are like, oh, like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, this conversation is about you. It's not about me. You ask me how business is because you you were asking me, but I don't, I'm irrelevant. You are relevant. So yeah. by me turning that around and being, well, are you, right? Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest? Now the conversation is about you exactly where it should be. So let's go through the steps. You educate yourself. You yeah. ask that question with the question that's asked to you. How's mm -hmm. the business? How's the market? Looking to buy, sell, or invest? Now mm -hmm. that you've niched down and you've educated yourself in those different areas, you can correctly answer the question, okay? Yep. So I always have this, this thing. You speak for 30, you listen for 70% of the time. So you mentioned a bunch of questions in the in the last part where you spoke and you're going to be asking they're going to be asking you questions and you're going to be asking them questions. And when you're listening for 70% of the time, not talking about you, because like you said, you're irrelevant, they're mm -hmm. relevant. You need to be listening and identifying all their parent pain points, right? You nailed it. Right. What are, why do you want to sell? Why do you want to buy? Why do you want to invest? You know, what is your objective? Listen, really fucking listen. I know we all suck at listening when we were little, but we're, we're adults now. Now. We should be good at it. And if you you have that ability to listen well, as opposed to be like, you know, a lot of people are busy fucking talking about what's next rather than listening to what's coming at. It's well, a skill. It's a huge, massive skill to your success. Well, 100%. And what happens is like, if you really want to get somebody motivated, you have to find their pain points, right? You were talking about that. For me, I'm always looking for current pain and current dissatisfaction because we're problem solvers. And if I don't know what the problem is, I can't solve the problem. So even when we're sitting there asking questions, do you want to buy, sell, or invest? Well, the reason why I want to know if it's buy, sell, or invest is because I want to understand their pain. Are they looking to retire, build a portfolio? Is their house too big? Is their house too small? Are they currently renting? Do they want to get into the market? Once I find their pain, I can start crafting a solution. And well, I just want to circle back to the first time homebuyers, first time homebuyers saying, but waiting for the market to crash because that's probably our, probably our biggest investors. Maybe are the biggest, but first time homebuyers could be a toss for our biggest opportunity for clients right now. People waiting for the bottom of the market. There's literally no problem with that. Right. Like if they want to wait till two, three, six months, two years, five years, who knows? Right. The thing I always present to them, I'm like, okay, like waiting for the bottom isn't a bad idea, but here's the things you need to consider. Is the market falling going to outpace the amount of principal you would pay down if you owned? Right. So, like if you're paying down a thousand dollars a month in your principal and your and the mortgage or sorry, the, the market is falling 500 a month, you're actually losing $500 a month because you'd be paying down more principal than the market is. Is trending down, right? But if the market is trending down faster than you would pay, makes sense to wait, right? You're just gaining equity because somebody else is losing it. So I say like, we, nobody knows that math. It's like we can't predict exactly what's going to happen, but we could go by trends and be like, okay, that makes sense. The other thing that I tell people to consider when the market is falling, a lot of people won't sell. Why would I lose my money? Biggest group of people that won't sell are people with A-class properties. I categorize properties into A, Bs, and Cs. 
So an A property is a good property in a good location. A B property is either a good property in a bad location or a bad property in a good location. It's got one of the two. And then a C property is a bad property in a bad location. Okay, yeah. so we want to buy Cs in an up crazy market, we're okay to buy Bs. And in a down market, if you can get your hands on an A is when you want to grab one. Now what happens is somebody with an A property is unlikely to sell it in a down market because they're like, I've got a great fucking house in a great neighborhood. Why would I sell this? If you're a first time homebuyer, and you want to buy your, your dream house because every first time home buyer wants to buy their dream house, right? It's another conversation. It is unlikely that you're going to have a large amount of inventory to choose from as the market falls. So those are the two conversations I have with people. I say, yeah, 100% the market's trending down. If you wait, you will save money. No question. Will you save more than the market is falling? Maybe yes, maybe no. And if we do get to the bottom, is there going to be a property in a neighborhood where you actually want to live? I say, you got to weigh those out for yourself. And you got to yeah. think about your life and your risk and how happy you would be and everything. And everything's based around happiness. And then they make the decision. And if they're like, you know what? That makes sense. I want to get something now. Perfect. Let's go shopping. They're like, nope, I want to wait. I'm like, not a problem at all. Let's wait. I'll keep sending you properties. I'll keep sending you market up updates. And when you are ready, let me know. That's the conversation. That's the conversation. The, I want to I just uh, pivot a little bit here. And I want to just give our listeners some ideas on what different paths can they have conversations on with their sphere, people they don't know, that don't know, like, and trust them. And, and what should they be doing daily on those paths to have those conversations? One of the things I want to talk about that you've had amazing success with is social media. Uh, you get a lot of your business through social media and you are generating conversations through social media with your system, right? I, that's one channel. And you know what? That's a whole nother thing there. We could talk about your that's success. And what you, yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But social media is, media is an example of one way to have conversations with people. You already gave us another way. Being involved in some type of amateur recreational team event. You said hockey like me, where you can network and talk to guys. Other areas, let's talk about some other areas because there's tons for our business where you could be generating conversations. 100%. Well, again, like as long as you have enough information and education, everywhere you go, that's the cool thing about real estate. Everywhere you go is a conversation you can have with people. Yeah. So when I'm at restaurants, when I'm at bars, if I'm literally out walking my dog and another dog sniffs my dog, right? Oh, wow. Like you live in the neighborhood? Yeah. How long you lived here for? Oh, three years. I'm like, oh shit. You still like it? Uh, no, I don't. My name's Sean. I'm a realtor, blah, blah, blah. And off we go, right? Every single person that you meet, every, like the gym, everything. And that's why like, you know, what you're doing, if, if you got, you know, our, our culture these days, headphones, right? Everyone's got headphones in. Take one out at least. So you yeah, can take one out. out. Yeah, yeah, right. Be open and be eager for conversations. Like when you wake up in the morning, one of the things, if you're doing affirmations and stuff, one of the things is I love having conversations with people. People love having conversations with me. I'm going to have 10 conversations today. Yeah. And that's great. I love that you brought that up because, you know, I said confidence at the beginning of the, the, the pod here. And one of the things that people lack in is confidence and you can really do well and up your confidence game by starting the day with affirmations. And I, I remember when I first started doing these many, many years ago, I'm going to date myself here, but you know, I was doing them when I was kid when I was playing hockey like we all kind of do them and I I actually have a YouTube on on this like the generating conversations and one of the things I talk about is affirmations and I still do them to this day like even when I play golf 
talk myself up to making a putt or to hitting a shot. Just like you can negatively talk yourself up into hitting a shot into the water. Like if you're on the tee box and you see water on the left and you're like, don't go in the water, don't go in the water. That is not going to help you. The, the, the vision is, and the same thing goes for your, your conversations. You've got to visualize stuff. And a lot of people struggle because they don't know what they don't know. And what I would suggest is you role play. You can role play with your spouse. You can role play with me. You can role play with Sean. You can role play with another colleague. Everybody has doors in their house. Put somebody on the other side of the door. Knock on the door. They open the door. That person that's on the other side should be a dick to you. So you can gain the skill of, of, of handling objections in a negative way. There's all different types of things. Everybody's got a phone. You can do role playing over the phone. You can do it with your son. You know, the kids are so sophisticated and they're such hard negotiators. They're good people to role play with, if you want my opinion, because I lose to all of them. I just give in to the kids. You know, you can role playing is a big deal. If you don't have confidence, you can find a partner and role play all those different scenarios that you want to be in because open houses are another good way to generate conversations with people and that's a whole nother pod as well the open house but you shouldn't really be hey how you doing sign the register like that's bullshit why bother even doing the open house you're doing your sellers an inconvenience and you're not working yeah one of the things i want to tell our listeners is i remember when i first met you like almost three well three years ago now it's probably three yeah, years three years yeah crazy bro time flies and uh i mean we fucking done so much shit together too in three years. I remember you telling me that you would never leave the house or sorry, come back to the house until you handed out 10 business cards. That's right. You leave with 10 every day and you would not return unless you had all 10 handed out. Like, and there were some days you were like on your way back and you're like, shit, I still got four business cards. I got it. I'm not turning (laughs) the key in my door until I hand these puppies out. That was awesome. (laughs) This guy's hardcore. Yeah. Your elevator sales pitch. Hey, how you doing? I'll I'll stand outside and I'll hand out cards. (laughs) Can I give you my card? (laughs) I'm on floor 13, room 454. (laughs) But but how serious you want to take your business, right? And I knew knew this uh, from, again, the the brick days. I I credit so much of my sales training to the brick. They uh, used to say, whoever has the most conversations wins every time. It's a business of conversations. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, this today's short and sweet uh, just because we're strapped for time. But one of the things I want to uh, talk about here is maybe put it as an alarm on your phone in the morning as a reminder reminder that, you know, at the end of the day, you should look back at your day and say, how many conversations did I have? I, I have this thing. I've created a Google sheet with an activity tracker because I like to track a lot of the stuff I do. That's just me. I mean, I track everything like foods I'm supposed to eat, foods I'm not supposed to eat, whether I drank that day, whether I took my supplements, uh, whether I worked out, whether I saw whatever. But having conversations is one of those things, too. And if you don't have any conversations about real estate that day, buy, selling, and investing, you didn't have a good day. Mm-hmm. That means somebody else did have those conversations and you didn't. So mm-hmm. you should you should have a goal. Like well, Sean's 10 business cards, right? Let, let me give you one super quick example. Super quick example on, on the conversations in elevators. So, and how important this is. So I've got a friend that uh, she actually lives on my floor, oddly enough, right? Like we grew up together and know each other for 20 years. We ended up literally, she lives across the hall for me it's like a yeah. friends like a like from friends situation right yeah there's a few months ago when they were getting in the elevator so she was waiting for the elevator and i walked out and i'm sitting there looked at her I'm like hey how's it going good i looked again i'm like 
no, like, how are you? Right. Like really just like, mm, not great. I had a whole, like, um, we'll say blow, blah, like a, like a cry episode. Right. There was a lot of stress and pressure on her. Right. And what happened is she had a house in Airdrie that she wasn't using. She's living here. She owns a cash. Right. So she's like, like the mortgage was a bug or nothing, but I was like, what's going on in your life? That's going on. So we went and we sat, we had a conversation. Actually, I gave her a shot. I'm like, here, like calm down a little bit. And as we're talking, I realized like similar to me, like she doesn't want to live in Canada no more, but the house is holding her back and family and this, whatever. What's the main tie? What's the main thing holding you back? She's like, my house. I'm like, okay, well, let's get rid of that then. And she's like, yeah, but the market and this, and this is when Mark was just starting to turn right at the end of spring. I'm like, now we're never right. Cause like, this is the best time. So as we talked about it, got it up, got it sold for a great price. Cause it's probably like worth a hundred thousand less now or more, right. Than when we sold it. And now she's sitting here with, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. Cause it just closed uh, like a week ago. And she's like soaring, you know, like the energy is through the roof, super happy, no stress, no nothing. And the only reason that that house sold, cause it wasn't even on our radar. Like it literally was not even on our radar is because I saw her, I said, how are you? And I could tell the answer wasn't real. So I asked the second time, right? You always ask twice, how are you? And then I found out that the weight of the house was holding her down. Uh, through that conversation was one, a sale, which is great because we need sales to live. But two, I literally helped somebody take so much stress and pressure off their life by caring about them and just their needs and motivation and everything. Yeah, And that's a conversation at the elevator. One word can describe that and it's called empathy. And it's really important that when you are having your conversations with people like you did, and it just turned out that you had a lot of history with this person because you've known her since high school, yeah. you, were, you were able to be empathetic naturally with her because you already had rapport, like, and trust together with them, right? Yeah. What a real good skill is, is to be empathetic with people that don't know, like, and trust you. That is definitely something that is, is a skill like to do. Next level. That's next level shit right there. The other thing, the other thing I want to bring up too, you know, I'll give an example of a storytelling type environment that I like, you know, and you can, you can have like two or three stories, guys, that you can recycle in different types of networks because attendance is a big deal. And what I mean by attendance is, if there's events or conferences or parties or get togethers that you're invited to, you need to attend those. And because those are great places to have conversations. And the host is going to introduce you as this is Sean. He helped us get this house. Oh, really? Yeah. How you doing? I'm Sean. All of a sudden you're generating a conversation and who knows, you might have a buyer or a seller. The next time you're sitting there and you're like, ah, I'm feeling lazy. I'm going to lie on the couch. I don't want to go. I'm going to make an excuse. Well, that's an excuse to not have conversations that you could have had. You got to have that as motivation. Like I'm going to do this to have conversations. But what I'm saying is when I back up a little bit here, you must attend those events. The attendance is huge, but you must have your own event too. Because if you have your own event, annual event, that annual event, you can have somebody that is your client in your sphere, bring a friend. You know, there's all different types of events you can have. You, you won't be actually working on the event, the event, you'll be working in it by having conversations with everybody and so socializing, right? And being empathetic and thanking them because you never know who you're going to get introduced to. Like Sean said earlier, everybody's somebody you should be talking to because everybody needs a place to live. So okay. storytelling, let me go back to that. I started off with that. I have two or three stories I, I kind of keep and master and I know how to tell them now. And I've told them a bunch of times in different environments. I never tell the story and I never in a way that they're, they know what I do. Because like I said earlier, it's a skill to get people to ask you what 
you do. So if you can create create and craft a story that's got a really good plot that keeps the people captivated on you and listening to you, don't make it too long because you'll lose them. To this point where they're like, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a real estate agent. Oh, really? How's the market? Well, it depends. You're looking to buy, sell, or invest. Yeah. <laughs> it's not 100%, that hard. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> it's not that hard. And yeah. if, if someone's watching me like, oh, I see what you did there, you motherfucker. I saw exactly what you did there. Okay. You can have my <laughs> listing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be that'd be nice if it was that easy. But I'm saying like, get creative with this. Like, Get a, get a whiteboard and say, what are all the ways I can have conversations every day? And out of those that list, what are my problems? priorities what are my top three i want to focus on don't focus on all of them focus on one and master that then focus on the other i guarantee you your income bucket will be full yeah 100 yeah yeah, so, 100%. yeah this is awesome this has been short and sweet we've been away sean's been busy i've been busy working on a lot of stuff we are committed now because a lot of our our listeners are sending us dms saying when are we getting more pods i want more <laughs> pods you know it's funny i i talked to an agent i i don't know they texted me on on instagram saying thanks so much for putting up a pod i've been waiting forever now that you guys have another one out it's great so we're committed to to getting these out every week they're they're fun to do and you know all we're doing is distributing value right yeah yeah the goal is not just to sit here and talk I've, i find like too many people nowadays are getting uh well because we're, we're all they're, they're just talking to talk right and it's just like uh, like yeah i think yeah. i get it we're, we're all supposed to be the best we can for our own businesses and everything but like just stick to the value. Yeah, stick to the value. <laughs> You're respecting the listener's time by giving them value in a short window that they can use. And I found it really surprising that a lot of people I talk to about our pod have listened to all the episodes multiple times. Flattered. Blows me away. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like they listen to us in their cars, which is your mobile university, right? Zig Ziglar one on one one one. We spend a lot of time in our cars as agents and that's a great time to sharpen the saw and listen to stuff like this and other stuff like there's other great pods out there too right oh so yeah. Many. <laughs> yeah not as good as ours but there's there, there's some good ah, ones. Cool. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> all right guys this has been great thanks sean appreciate your time as always and we'll see you on the next one all right see you guys